Welcome back to Episode 7 here at Tech Headlines Today, your source for daily tech news in an easy listening podcast. Subscribe, follow, do all the things, and let's get into it. AMD Radeon RX 7000 series, all you need to know about the RDNA 3 GPU. AMD's Radeon RX 6000 series is hugely popular, offering great performance gains compared to earlier graphics cards and allowing it to compete more directly with the NVIDIA RTX 30 series. Despite the fact that it's still a tough task picking up an RX 6000 series graphics card, AMD is hard at work on the next-gen Radeon RX 7000 series behind closed doors. The release date for AMD's next-gen Radeon RX 7000 series was pushed back by an entire year to Q4 2022, per the rumor from Twitter leaker Brawley X1. The fact that AMD can't produce enough of the current Radeon RX 6000 series graphics cards means that it doesn't have much incentive to launch the next-gen kit. Radeon's RDNA 2 architecture, which was popular with fans and execs, was referred to as Navi 2X. Next-gen RDNA 3 architecture, Navi 33, will be used for the RX 7000 series. Rumors suggest that the next-gen AMD GPU will have a chiplet design, which is similar to the one used in AMD's Ryzen processors. AMD will transition from a 7nm process to a 5nm process for its next-gen graphics cards, allowing for better ray tracing performance. Education provider InfoSec announces new cybersecurity scholarships. Cybersecurity education provider InfoSec Institute is offering scholarships to 15 individuals from underrepresented groups in the cybersecurity industry. InfoSec awards scholarships to aspiring cybersecurity professionals to reduce skills and diversity gaps in the industry. The InfoSec Accelerate Undergraduate Scholarship is open to college students actively pursuing an associate or bachelor's degree in the cybersecurity-related field. Students must have a GPA of 3.0 or higher to apply. InfoSec is offering the scholarship program to help the aspiring cyber professionals advance their career or to get started in the industry. Investor-focused social media firm StockTwits rolling out crypto trading. StockTwits.com, one of the social media sites at the heart of last year's retail trading mania, launched a crypto trading platform on Thursday, looking to tap into the growing interest in trading Bitcoin and other digital tokens. The New York-based company said it would launch U.S. equities trading by early next quarter, with trading in stock options, crypto derivatives, and other asset classes lined up ahead. StockTwits members use cash tags, a dollar sign before the stock ticker, to share their stock tips or ideas related to a company. And then StockTwits analyzes the posts to aggregate sentiment and to list out the most touted stocks. Department of Homeland Security is using robot dogs to patrol U.S. border. On Tuesday, the Department of Homeland Security revealed it's been supplying U.S. Customs and Border Protection with quadruped robots at the southern border. The goal is to use the dog-like bots to help U.S. personnel cover more ground out on the field. The bots come from Ghost Robotics, which recently made headlines for outfitting its robot dog with a sniper rifle. DHS has been working with Ghost Robotics on the project for two and a half years, and the resulting robot dogs can be controlled over a laptop or a handheld remote, and can be outfitted with sensors and video cameras. DHS did not say if the robot dogs carried weapons, but they were tested for sentry duty and scouting for hostile individuals in residential areas. Meta's miss creates big tech divide. Who's got the data? 
Big tech was cut in two on Wednesday, divided between companies that have great data and those that don't. After Facebook owner Meta Platforms posted disastrous quarterly results, blaming privacy safeguards from Apple that made it tougher for advertisers. A day earlier, Alphabet's Google posted a startling strong quarter, thanks to bumper sales of advertising that uses its Google search engine to target ads. Meta's revenues and forecast missed expectations, sending its shares down 20% in after-hours trade on Wednesday, wiping out $200 billion worth of its market value. Analysts focused their punishment on the social media company, but Meta blamed macroeconomic issues like supply chain disruptions and inflation. The tech giant pointed to competition in the metaverse as a challenge for it in the last quarter, but analysts said the results would not have an impact on the sector's current rally. Homeland Security establishes a Cyber Safety Review Board to learn the mistakes from past cyber incidents. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security has created a board that will study major national cyber incidents and help the government, industry, and security agencies better protect national networks and infrastructure. The CSRB's first report will focus on vulnerabilities found in the widely used Log4j software library and will make public its findings where possible. The board is made up of 15 members with Homeland Security Undersecretary for Policy Robert Silvers serving as chair and Google's Security Engineering Chief Heather Adkins serving as deputy chair. Katie Masuris told TechCrunch that the CSRB's work would help public and private sectors better deal with cyber incidents. The Senate Intelligence Committee chairman welcomed the formation of the CSRB and the president's executive order on cybersecurity, warning that another widespread cyber breach was only a matter of when, not if. Online thieves steal $320 million from crypto firm Wormhole. Yet another cryptocurrency firm is offering a multi-million dollar bug bounty to those who hacked it after suffering a cyber heist worth an estimated $322 million. Wormhole operates what's known as a cross-blockchain bridge, enabling holders of certain cryptocurrencies to transfer tokens, data, and other assets between siloed blockchains. Wormhole confirmed that attackers stole over 320 million in Ethereum tokens. However, it added more Ethereum to the network over the next few hours to make sure its assets are backed one-to-one. -one. Wormhole has reached out to the hacker to offer them a $10 million bug bounty. Facebook loses daily users for the first time. In the fourth quarter of 2021, Meta reported that Facebook had lost daily users and that the company logged 1.93 billion daily active users in the third quarter of 2021. North America contributed to the company's advertising ad losses, but the largest dent came from Africa, Latin America, and the Middle East. Wednesday's announcement, along with the lower than expected ad growth, sent Meta's stock plummeting more than 20%, wiping out roughly $200 billion in market value, the Washington Post reported. I'm proud of the work that our teams did here, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg said of the fourth quarter. We shipped products, our community continued to grow, and businesses of all sizes turned to us to help them reach people. The Pursuit of an Uninterruptible Power Supply An uninterruptible power supply, or UPS, is a great way to ensure that power to important loads is not lost in the case of a power failure. When incoming power to, to the UPS is lost, it immediately switches into battery mode, which allows the connected loads to run off this reserve energy. But if the UPS itself fails, then any power loss will shut down the entire system. Therefore, it is important to make sure a UPS is reliable and reaches its full lifetime potential. 
using the proper battery for each application and constantly monitoring the system to maximize uptime can ensure the full life of a UPS. A UPS could be monitored to ensure that only bad batteries are replaced, which reduces the cost of battery replacement and maintenance. To ensure the availability of a UPS system, proper consideration must be given to each application. This is combined with a good monitoring system and regular maintenance to maximize uptime. Silent AirTags with speakers removed pop up on Etsy and eBay. Silent AirTags are meant to prevent a thief from finding them, but a seller on Etsy attempted to undermine the safeguard by selling modified AirTags with the internal speakers removed. The product dubbed Silent AirTag was up for sale for $77.50 before the listing abruptly went offline. According to the merchant, JT3D, the device looks nearly the same as a regular $29 AirTag. However, a small hole has been cut underneath the device's battery to disconnect the speaker. The merchant issued the statement that they were not aware of the dubious tactics being used with the Silent AirTags and voluntarily took down the listing. Growing number of fish kits bypass MFA. Fishing kits designed to circumvent multi-factor authentication by stealing session cookies are increasingly popular on the cybercrime underground, security researchers at Proofpoint have warned. A new type of phishing kit uses a transparent reverse proxy to present the actual website to the victim. Modern web pages are dynamic and change frequently, so using a reverse proxy enhances the illusion that an individual is logging in safely. Proofpoint stated another advantage of the reverse proxy. It allows the threat actor to man in the middle of the session and capture not only the username and passwords in real time, but also the session cookie. We are now in 2022. The pandemic still rages. Many workers are still working from home and many may not return to the office. As more companies follow Google's lead and start requiring MFA, threat actors will rapidly move to solutions like these man in the middle kits, Proofpoint concluded. They are easy to deploy, free to use, and have proven effective at evading detection. The industry needs to prepare to deal with blind spots like these before they can evolve into new unexpected directions. Raspberry Pi removes memory limits, unlocks performance with 64-bit OS. This week, Gordon Hollingworth, Director of Software Engineering at Raspberry Pi, announced that a 64-bit version of the Raspberry Pi OS was being made available after a year of testing it in beta form. It brings to an end nearly a decade of focusing on 32-bit, but the change isn't without good reason. As Hollingworth explains, maximizing compatibility has always been the focus for the OS because it avoids customer confusion and means it doesn't matter which Pi board you use, the official OS would run as expected. However, the advantages of embracing 64-bit now outweigh sticking to just 32-bit builds. These advantages include allowing for greater compatibility with software that is only available for ARM64, taking advantage of the performance benefits of the A64 instruction set, and allowing applications to access more than 3 gigs of RAM for a single process, which will potentially be very useful for anyone with a 4 gig or 8 gig Raspberry Pi 4. Google Workspace goes all in on Shadow IT. Google today announced a new version of Workspace, the company's productivity service that you probably still refer to as G Suite. With a new and free Google Workspace Essentials plan, Google wants to bring more business users onto the platform by offering them the basic Workspace productivity tools with the exception of Gmail. 
To use Workspace with a non-Google email address, you just need to sign up using your work email. The new free plan includes Google Meet, Spaces and Chat, but no Gmail, because it would be confusing to send work emails from the Gmail account. There is a cap of 25 users per Essential Starter team, but multiple team accounts can be created within the same company. Samsung Galaxy Tab S8 series, everything we know so far. The Galaxy Tab S7 and the Tab S7 Plus are undoubtedly Samsung's most competitive tablets to date, but the company still has work to do to become the default Android tablet maker. Competition in 2022 is stronger than it has been for a while, with new slates from the likes of Nokia, Realme, and Microsoft all coming to market recently. Samsung will soon release a new Tab S8 series, which could include four models. In 2022, Samsung will be holding an unpacked hardware event for the S22 series of smartphones, and a page on the company's website allows you to reserve the next Galaxy tablet. After the three devices announced at Unpacked, we probably won't have to wait long before the devices go on sale, and the successor to the Tab S7 FE should arrive in 2022. Samsung is expected to release a new 14.6-inch tablet with a keyboard dock that supports several modes including laptop mode, tablet mode, drawing mode, and a viewing mode. Twitter reportedly developing long-form articles feature. A new feature called Twitter Articles will allow users to write and post lengthy broadcasts unencumbered by the current 280 character limit. Twitter has started sharing multiple threaded tweets with one click and has acquired newsletter service Review, which may help writers connect with their subscribers, as well as help readers discover writers and their content. It's unclear whether a potential editorial-esque feature would roll out to everyone for free or stay hidden behind the Twitter blue paywall. The social network last year launched its exclusive service, offering $2.99 per month subscribers the ability to undo tweets, bookmark posts, and convert threads into an article-like reader mode. A bill targeting Apple and Google approved by the U.S. Senate panel. The Senate Judiciary Committee on Thursday voted to approve a bill that would rein in app stores of companies they said exert too much market control, particularly Apple and Google. The measure, sponsored by Democratic Senators Richard Blumenthal and Amy Kobuchar, along with Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn, would bar big app stores from requiring providers to use their payment system. Blackburn accused Silicon Valley executives of, quote, arrogance and refusing to engage with Congress. Apple called the bill pro-consumer privacy protections, and Google has already lowered its commission for payment to apps. Google's Mark Isakowitz said the bill could destroy consumer benefits and distort competition because it exempts gaming platforms, which he described as artificially picking winners and losers. COVID-19 breathalyzer can detect infection in five minutes with PCR accuracy. Researchers in Singapore have developed a prototype breathalyzer that can sensitively and accurately diagnose COVID-19, even in asymptomatic individuals, in less than five minutes. The gold standard for COVID-19 testing is a reverse transcription polymerase chain reaction. However, rapid antigen tests are much quicker and may have a higher rate of false negatives and positives. When a person exhales in the device for 10 seconds, compounds in their breath chemically interact with the sensors. Then the researchers load the breathalyzer into a portable Raman spectrometer that characterizes the bound compounds based on changes to the molecular vibrations of the SERS sensors. 
The team found that Raman spectra from COVID positive and negative people were different in regions responsive to ketones, alcohols, and aldehydes, which they used to develop a statistical model for COVID diagnosis. Historic bridge to be dismantled so Jeff Bezos' yacht can reach the sea. A 135-year-old national monument versus a massive yacht owned by a billionaire. A historic bridge, constructed in 1887 and classed as a national monument in the Netherlands, is set to be dismantled to allow Jeff Bezos' brand new luxury yacht to sail past. The decision to allow the bridge to be dismantled is controversial because it recently underwent a major renovation lasting three years from 2014 to 2017. At the time, officials promised the bridge would not be dismantled again. As to why officials have backtracked, the main reason is one of economics. Manufacturing the yacht created a lot of local jobs, and they didn't want those jobs going elsewhere, which suggests plans to take down the bridge were made before either construction even began. Tesla recalls 817,000 vehicles in the U.S. over a seatbelt reminder alert. Tesla is recalling more than 817,000 vehicles in the United States because an audible alert may not activate when the vehicle starts and the driver has not buckled the seatbelt, a U.S. auto safety regulator said. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration said on Thursday that the vehicles 2021 through 2022 Model S and Model X the 2017 through 2022 Model 3, and the 2020 through 2022 Model Y, failed to comply with new federal motor vehicle safety standards on, quote, occupant crash protection because the chime does not activate. Tesla will perform an over-the-air software update to address this issue. Tesla told NHTSA that as of January 31st, it was unaware of any crashes or injuries related to the issue. Watch out for spoofed online job listings from scammers. Fraudsters are using fake job listings to trick victims into handing over sensitive personal information, which can be used for identity theft. If you're looking for a new job online, be careful. The FBI is warning that scammers are posting fake job listings using the names of real companies to try to dupe applicants into handing over sensitive information. The FBI didn't name the sites, but said that in one case, posts without user verification appeared alongside legitimate job postings. LinkedIn had a vulnerability that allowed anyone to post a job listing on behalf of a company. Now, employers require job posters to verify the job posting by using an email address registered with the company. It's easy for job hunters to fall for this scam, since it's customary to send personal information to employers when applying for a job or accepting one. The FBI recommends contacting an employer's HR office to confirm a job listing is legit. That concludes this episode, so thanks for joining us again today. Please subscribe or follow so you don't miss us tomorrow. As always, the show links are there in the description if you want more info on a topic. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.